welcome to the Business of You podcast, the show dedicated to helping service entrepreneurs build a better brand to grow a bigger business. I'm your host, Michelle Griffin, and I'm here each week empowering you to put yourself out there, sharing actionable tips and inspiring stories so you can create your personal brand, grow your dream business, and build your future, all while making more income and more impact doing exactly what you love. I'm super excited you're here. Now let's get going with today's show. Welcome everybody. This is the fourth episode of the business of you. I'm Michelle Griffin, your host, and I'm super excited to introduce my guest. But first I have a question. When you're online building your personal brand, no matter if it's LinkedIn or any social media platform, do you find yourself comparing yourself or even worse, second guessing yourself? And I'm sure you do because guess what? We all do. I don't care how big you're following, how long on your journey you are. We're only humans and that's what we do. So today we're going to talk all about your well-being and building your personal brand. I'm so excited today to welcome my friend and my guest, Nkuta Boychek. Do I, did I get that right? Welcome. Yeah, that was good. Thank you so much. Oh, so exciting. I yes, we've been, we've been LinkedIn friends for kind of like a while now and been, she has oh, amazing yeah. content. So I know you tell us about yourself. I was going to introduce you, but why not you do it? Thank you. I have quite a real and raw content, I would say. I'm a very emotional human being. And what I do in my day to day is I write content for one of my friends, Alexandra, and her podcast called Family Podcast. And I also work full-time as a customer experience. And yes. And then you're really passionate about mental well-being, healthy well-being, and showing up in line. So that's what we're here to talk about today. Because I was telling her in the um, pre-chat, I was like, I'm really feeling the unbalanced part today. It's just really hitting me hard. I tell everyone to put yourself out there, right? I do. And then guess what? It gets to be really hard sometimes, especially, you know, I don't care if you're working for a corporation or an entrepreneur, it just gets hard. So today, tell us exactly what, why is it so important to find that balance you say online? Oh, I, I think finding balance overall is, is a topic that is very, let's say complicated for many. And I think we forget that our mind and body is connected and we can't keep going for a long time. So. I think it's really important to work hard, but also work smart and with our bodies, with our minds, understand what works well. Well, for me, what is really important is to set boundaries on how you work and how you live your daily life. So I think over overall, just thinking a more of a holistic perspective towards your daily life and your energy and not so much how much we can produce and how many goals we can achieve, right? Because we can't do it without our like health after all, no matter if it's physical or emotional health. So I would say that's why for me, this is such a big part. And I'm also going myself for a journey of, as my therapist call it, a transformation to a more healthy awareness and understanding. Mm -hmm. So I really like to share that. And it's might not be the most popular content on there, but it, the ones that well, it's important. Know. It's totally important. Tell us about what you talked about in your post today, because that was super important about showing up and all the things like the, the th problems I was highlighting and you did too, is we have imposter syndrome, right? We have the fear of putting, stepping out, the fear of writing and fear of being judged just, you know, and, the, and also too, the flip side of 
having too much time online and that gets to us too. So tell us some of those things you talked about today and, and what we need to do to, to fix that. I think my sort of five mini steps that could be applied in what I wrote today is that you don't have to look at others with the sense that you are not doing enough. I think finding the awareness and the point where like, I really know what I'm doing and I'm aware that I have to grow. And of course we all should grow. We're in continuous growth, but in the same time, we should not compare with someone's congratulations post or with someone's, you know, success on a thousand characters on LinkedIn or other posts, which is other social media, sorry, where it's even more, you know, uh, perfect and polished. And I think starting from that point makes, makes you realize that you have actually something unique. And since you, since you're talking all the time about personal branding, that's kind of the first point to start also with personal branding, understanding your unique value and that it's not about blending in. It's actually sort of challenging what already exists and being yourself. And literally for me, my sort of motto is challenging the norm and standing out in a respectful way, of course, because that's how you grow as a human, not by sort of following the others. And exactly. Easier said than done though, right? I mean, we all want to stand out, but we find ourselves blending in. So let's break that down. Like what's the first step? Like where does one start? Because it's so easy to say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then we don't do it. So what do you think? Mm. I think from my own personal experience, I would say that not trying to solve the world, I mean, your world, try mm -hmm. to understand whether it's something professional that you're striving after or whether it's something personal that you want to work on. And from that point on, simply just writing what you're good at and what can you do for yourself and for others. I think that is really important. I had at one point this challenge uh, and I loved it. And I spoke actually with someone who I met through LinkedIn about the hundred things you're good at. Ooh, yeah. um, and writing that list actually really opened my eyes. There are so many things that I would never say about myself that I am good at, and I'm not talking anyway, expertise or anything like that, but just something that I really know how to do. And I feel proud of doing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I read this somewhere on Justin Welsh is one of his posts about that. And I think really resonates with the fact that we really focus on what we don't have and You're what right. we lack. We have to twist it around and it's really a hard process. And I'm not here to tell everyone that this is like sort of writing on paper and that's, that's it. Just every day accomplishing something and celebrating it and realizing that you have something unique to, to give to the world and the world has to see it when, especially when you build a brand for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Well, tell me though, cause your LinkedIn journey, when did it start and how did you decide to come out? Cause I think you also t pivoted. I know that word is a little overused, mm -hmm. but you changed up some of the way you were presenting yourself. Is that correct? How did you find the courage and the confidence to do that? Well, it started when I lost my job last year, I was active in, back in June, July last year, but then it was also with a purpose to find my next uh, sort of career move. But mm -hmm. then I realized that's not really why I'm on LinkedIn and I don't want to be one of those. So I just wanted to find the space where I can write. And I actually never realized I'm, I see myself as a very sort of raw and genuine type of writer that mm -hmm. uses simple words and tries to do the catchy phrases, you know, to make people read my content. And I just saw that people are writing me back in, in private messages telling to me that this post inspired them. And I started sort of 
going from the likes and the comments and the numbers towards the impact that I can create, right? Yes, exactly. Um, and it went like that. And it's a journey that of course, some days are not great. Some days are better than others, but I still stick my ground to the fact that I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm just here to empower you and make you understand that you actually have something to offer and it sits within you and not something yeah, external. That's really good. Now you had the courage to come out and now you're a writer. I, know, I think you were doing something else in your previous role. What are the first steps that people need to take? Like, I know that hundred to have that a hundred things about you, I would love for you to find that post if you wanting to, or a template yeah, to course. do that. And we can link it in these comments and then people can do that. Like if I thought of doing a hundred things, I, I think that is the hardest thing, but probably the most helpful thing, right? A hundred yeah. things. That's huge. I mean, I would just, I, are, would you share that list or at least the template for it to get started? The template is very basic. I took okay. a piece of paper, wrote the hundred things I'm good at. And I think the first 40 came pretty easily, but it was then from 40 onwards until I reached about 70, 80. It was That's quite huge. a process. I'm my biggest critic and my biggest enemy as, as we I all say, are. <laughs> yes. You know? And that's why personal brands, you know, we all have a brand and it's just for me, my version is just your reputation and who you are, but you know, it's kind of a convoluted term and people like, well, I don't know that that's a struggle. The struggle is real is like, how do I show up? Who am I really? So that deep dive of a hundred things. And then would you separate them for me? I would think separate them personally and professionally things you've gotten good at in both realms. Did you do that as well? Yeah, yeah I definitely had that category. And I also had the things that I do for others and for me. Yeah, because that's, that's also an understanding, especially as I'm, I come from a very difficult childhood. So I've, I've developed this characteristic of giving a lot to people, but I, I rarely gave to myself. So making this exercise was a huge gratitude sort of push to me to understand that I actually have to do more good things for me without being selfish, of course, still being the, the nature that I am and so on. Exactly. Well, that's the whole, I always say LinkedIn is the, about the law of reciprocity. The more you give, you're going to get back and giving without expect expectation of returning. I mean, you see that it's such a supportive community. So I wanted to focus on the imposter syndrome and all those things that, gosh, you know, you see someone put up I have a million views in one month and, you know, and some of us are just struggling to get our first hundred and we can't fall victim to that and makes you like, well, how am I going to get out there? How am I going to do it? What's your best thoughts and advice on how to just stay in the game and keep going? Number one, don't compare. Number two, be curious and ask how that person got a million. I, I that's an exaggeration, but you know, like no yeah. worry, right? Yeah. Even, even just from the other perspective of someone getting the job that you always wanted to get that for me was something really inspirational and <laughs> the person that i am writing content for it's a person that i admire and mm -hmm. getting to work with her demonstrated me that you really don't have to compare and just try to understand how could that person get to that and there's always when you see someone who has quite a following that means they are going for a journey for a personal journey no one has perfect days exactly. and I think if you want to connect with that person generally and ask them this very like real question, like what is the most difficult thing you have been through lately and how did you overcome that in building your brand? That's kind of a different connection at question than, Hey, I would like to connect with you. And that kind of sparks sort of the point of why LinkedIn is here to make us, you know, 
create our brand and become aware of what can we offer and what can we do, but at the same time have this genuine connections with people that are, as we like just did this across the, like in different continents, right? It's exactly. That's yeah. what the point is about. Yeah. So, you know, so celebrate other people's successes and know yours will come to as, you know, stay in the game and we all have our version of it. And, and I've learned that too, as I've seen everybody's different ways and you just have to, you have to just kind of put blinders on. I tend to myself, I'll read too much and start going off in tangents. Oh, this idea looks good. That's another thing. You get online and you see everyone doing everything else and you think, oh, I should do that too, right? And it doesn't really apply to you. So really exactly knowing who you are as a person, what makes you tick, who you want to serve, all those parameters, I call it my foundational stuff when I do my branding, that's going to really no, and then getting different, like knowing how you're different is the most critical thing because yes. then you realize, well, I have a different approach or I have a different perspective and you don't have to think that you, your comparison. And I, my personal belief is we don't have competition because we all should find the creative and unique way that we stand out and solve problems for our people. Would you agree? Oh yeah. hundred percent. That's probably the biggest learning I've, I've had throughout my sort of adult life yes <laughs> not at all but i've been through a lot and competition is something i grew up with and i developed quite a toxic understanding of where do you want to get in life and it's based of comparing yourself to others and moving away from that and really realizing that people are there to help and they're not there to kind of make you feel less or not worthy, right? And of course, nobody is perfect and everybody has their down days, but at the end, as, as you said it, we just have to find our, as I call it, unique selling point. Oh yes, I love that. I, yep. I studied business a bit, so it gets to me slightly. No, it's, yeah. it's exactly true. A person can have a unique selling point, a unique advantage, and um, we all do, because no one else has your stories, your experience, your perspectives, your background, all those things weave in. And, and that's why, you know, if you see someone who makes you feel like, oh, the competition, I feel like an imposter, the biggest and boldest thing you can do is go and congratulate that person. Like if you see a post, I mean, that's, that's a huge step knowing it's validating. Wow. I'm going to congratulate them. I'm not going to feel guilty or I mean, I'm not going to feel jealous. It's because that'll just eat you up inside and just know that my time is coming. My thing is coming too. So I believe in the whole karma thing. And I, I think that it helps. Otherwise we get mentally, it spins inside of us and it gets it's worse. It's exhausting. And it I think it really is. I have a really good friend of mine that we discuss all of these things very, almost every day. And I always tell him and he calls me a bit mean, but you can always focus on, you should only focus on things you can control. And Fully. your reaction is definitely something you can control. You can't control whether that person is successful or not. Um, exactly. And because you never know. I mean, you never know what it took to get there. So everyone has their struggles. So this is all super good because imposter syndrome and competitive um, analysis, you know, comparison analysis. I wrote that in my post today and, and it's so true. And so I wanted to tackle the three because I know we're, we're going to be here 30 minutes because you have to leave and then it's, you know, evening your time. So what are the three takeaways and tips you would tell people to find that balance when they're building their brands online and social media? What are your three takeaways? One is control your amount of social media. Okay. Like social media is great. It's a great tool. I mean, I found my voice on social media. I, I, I found jobs on social media. I'm not saying it's good, but it has to be in a balance. I think 
what really helped me is to not start my day with social media. I do not check my phone unless it's very urgent. Um, yes. That's a good tip. That's a really good tip. But I'm actually trying to work on that because you know what we do? We end up picking up our phones. I know I do. You know, it's a dopamine hit too. You know, they're bred to be addicting. Yeah, they're made for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and at the same time, don't end your day with social media. For me, an hour, and I'm I'm respecting this, I think five out of seven days a week. But for me, one and a half hour before I sleep, I do not look at my phone anymore. Yeah, no, that's really good. And another tip that I have not instituted is finding an alarm clock that's not your phone because it's so easy to you know pick up the phone turn off the alarm and it's in your hand and yeah so i haven't done that yet but that would help and um so i love social media that's how i built my brand and my business and i find you know business and opportunities and reach out and help people but it, it's a toxic thing sometimes and we've just got to and that could be a discussion for endless at the first is limit your so monitor and limit your social media exposure yeah. with that included follow people that inspire and don't take you down emotionally i think that's yes a, it's a big learning exactly. for me to be uh, surrounded by inspirational content and also content that doesn't give me this uh, fear of missing out or this comparison anxiety i think it's really important at least that is true you know what you yeah. can do you can unfollow them you know i don't ever you know block anyone but if someone's just not like and i want to be nice and thing but if someone's just you know, it's not encouraging to you and it's setting you off, unfollow them. You know, they'll never know. And then your feed, I'm all about keeping the feed positive. Would you, is that what you, you know, do too? I, I think respect towards your audience, your community, audience sounds a bit too much, but community. Yeah, I call it community yes. too. Exactly. Yeah. And the people that you reach and they reach out to you, I think respect overall, it's really important. I tend to say, and that's maybe number two, I am not a different person, for example, when I talk to you and when I leave the house and having this sort of, of course, I'm myself when I'm alone, right? I'm yes. my own person, but then I don't try to portray a way that it's healthy for you to sustain long-term. That's my, that's yeah. also in regards to personal branding as well. Yes. Uh, if you strive for Mount Everest and you can't reach even midway, then you you won't be able to keep up in the same pace. And I think that's the, the threat when you see the thought leaders out there with quite a big following and personalities in any kind of industry that you are part of, right? Um, exactly. Be yourself online as you are off. And that's who I am. If you met, if you come to Pensacola, Florida and meet me, you will see that I am exactly like this. I don't change. And with one thing I actually, you would find I'm probably more open and outgoing I'm a little, I find myself to be a little bit more private and I need to work on that, honestly, but I'm actually, you know, same me. And that's the, that word authentic, which is a trend and a cliche now. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Be real who you are on and offline. Simple as that. Right. So is that your third tip? Cause the first one was monitor social media. Second was keep your feed clean or something like that. Is that number two? What was that number two? And no, I think that was, uh, I think the one and two were kind of together uh, okay sort of um, okay and then the the second one was the one that we just talked about and i think the third one is do not copy yes <laughs> please don't copy because we you know you see that unfortunately a lot people see oh that's working let me do that well it goes back to number two 
you can't sustain that. And and then it's just another mix of competition. So stand out in any way you can. Just be you. Tell stories. Show up. People really in this day and age after COVID, more humanized, personalized. Last week, I watched a LinkedIn Live with the editor of Entrepreneur Magazine and one of the product managers at LinkedIn. And she's like, she validated that. Be human. Be personalized. We want to see that. I mean, that there she was saying that. So I'm like, hmm. There you go, all those people. I'm not saying pour all the things, but what's comfortable for you? It's okay to unbutton up. Okay, that sounds a little weird, but you know what I mean? It's okay to be more of you and, and not so buttoned up, I guess. So. I mean, if you want to have red hair like yeah. me, please do so. I wanted to also add like sort of PS, as kind of as I always say, you are not less and not more than anyone else you I see. And I think this is also part of the culture I, I've been living in Denmark for so long and this equality thing that we are experiencing here and not showing that you are more than someone or feeling less. It's really important in both building your brand and having, I think, the confidence to understand that you have something to offer. And that for me has been the biggest growth path that I am really good at something. I just need to find it within myself. And as I, as I wrote earlier in one of my articles that you need to find your support system. It's yes. quite finding who you want to be and what you want to offer is quite a lonely journey if you don't have the support people around you either it's a cheerleader or a mentor or somebody that is the harsh friend like i am sometimes like the honest friend the tough you, love friend yeah yeah you need all of those and i think especially when you reach to a point where it can stagnate and yeah. i've certainly have reached that at one point and you started feeling that you don't really have your place anymore yeah. where you are posting and where you're creating your brand. So, yeah. Okay. So you totally nailed it there. So realize who you are and you are something great and you have something valuable. So find what that is. And you usually know what it is, but we start looking at other people and we get blinded by our own goodness and greatness inside. So find what it is. Like you're just writing. You love it. You're good at it. You work, you're working in it. And then find who you're going to, you know, going deeper in the branding thing, you know, find who you're doing it for, the problem you solve. That's all really good. And then this is my um, way I think personal brands are grown, having a community. They're helping support you. They spread your message. They support your message. They collaborate. They refer you. I mean, they just are your rock, you know? And so I treasure my community and those include my family, friends. I mean, I guess community is online. It's like friends and network, all that. I treasure it more than any metric out there, okay? And and I people are what drive it. That's why we call it personal branding, you know, for people. And so this was so good. I, I know there's so many nuggets and I'll be doing a recap. So thank you for that. If we're going to know more about you, when we want to know more about you, where should someone go to find you? You can find me on LinkedIn, of course, <clears throat> search by my name and, oh, sorry, my voice, <laughs> I'm losing my voice. And please reach out to me on personal messages. I really love talking to people. I, I've got to know so many people. It's been incredible. My content speaks for who I am and that's where people can find me. And on that note, I wanted to say just the last thing that it's really important that when you build that community, that you also show your down days, that you're not yes. perfect because people start looking up to you and that's. And that's why I all the time tell people to also show that things are not going so well. 
and that you can definitely find in my content if you even scroll to the past couple of weeks it's been uh, up and down and you can find my articles every second Thursday on uh, family podcast I can link those yeah well. link those up I'd like to see more of those too put those some in your featured section or whatever because I would love to read those you're right so build that community be real it's okay to be human we're all human and we do all have the ups and downs days. So people can support you. If you don't let people know, they can't support you. It's just like, you know, if you want to build a brand, you got to get out there because no one can know you unless you get out there and no one can support you unless you're open up. So thank you for those wise words of wisdom. So she's going to drop her a hundred things about her posts and her femme podcast writings so we can check them out. And I want to just give a shout out. So I know we're at the end and she has to leave and and we're going to keep this wrapped up. But I want to thank you all for joining the fourth episode of the Business of You. I just want to say thank you so much. Any last party? Oh, you know what? I totally forgot. We we got so wrapped up in your three things. I asked this for everyone. What is your professional or personal, personal mantra that you want to share today to inspire us all? You're not less, you're not more, you're exactly where you're supposed to be and keep going. Oh, I love that. That was actually a great way to end the show. Well, thank you so much, Nkuta. It was so thank great you. to finally meet you and virtually. <laughs> so anyway, we'll put all those links in and we'll talk to you guys soon. And we will see you next week on The Business of You. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You know, we definitely need more impactful entrepreneurs like you out there. So if you'd like to learn more about how I can help you build your personal brand to grow your business, please check out yourbrandyourbusiness.com. And until next time, you have a brand to build, a message to share, and people to impact. Now go put yourself out there and watch the business of you grow.